0: what up this is a Stoochcast cast uh 75 protector of the ends and uh yeah i got i got some intro music now man i got some intro music uh supplied by uh mr Corey jones who's gonna be uh he's gonna be coming on here in a couple of minutes we'll be talking ufc talking producing music he's a you know he's one of my boys so he's got like a music thing going on and you know he's it's got stuff in the works man and you know I asked him it's like you know you wanna want to make something here? and he came up with some man it's it's booming you know and I did that in one take and I just recorded I just pressed play on my phone <laughs> and played it on here so I don't know how it's going to sound but I'm just going to keep going with it because that's the beauty of this podcast it, there is no budget I just press play and do it and keep talking so um what I did yeah I I I fucked up my back. Okay, so it's, you know, I've been trying to do deadlifts more recently, and um, I've been having, now it's like I'm having back problems. I guess this is the next step in uh, adulthood, is I start to develop back problems, and um, it's like right in my lower back. I was trying to do a deadlift and get the breathing down, but I, I think I just took too much weight. I was doing it at like 265, I believe, which... You know, if you're a pro deadlifter, you're like, that's nothing. But for someone trying to work his way up, that's a lot. And uh, yeah, I just, you just feel the sharp pain in your back. Like I did I did this like a few months earlier on like the T-bar. I guess I didn't breathe or something properly. I have my spine lined up and I felt a pain there. So now it's like, I got to stretch and get like a heating pad on. It's like, I feel like an old man already. And the internet's down on this computer so I, I can't look up the goofy stuff that I want to look up because I was trying to read about have I guess someone else was caught doping I'll ask Corey about this he'll know more than me but I guess somebody was caught doping before one of the fights or something I, it's, I'm watching the Grammys too they're, they're alright I thought Post Malone and Chili Peppers was not bad I think uh, the opening wasn't bad either. Camila Cabello, nice? I hope I said that right. Came out. I like. I like to. I like Havana, and uh, I like it by Cardi B. I don't know. I just like the. I like. The, I like the groove. I like the Latin beat. You know, people that know me close, though, I'm a huge fan of Pitbull, so I guess that's where that. <laughs> that's where that comes from. I yeah, this is kind of what you do when football isn't on, and it's still. Uh, February? Yeah. It's the award season. That's what you do on Sundays. That's when the award, when, when are the Oscars? they like, they gotta be like next week or two weeks. Like the Oscars, right? They're usually, I th- the Oscars are probably in two weeks, right? Something like that. They're coming up. I'm gonna look this up. Oscar. Let me look up award season. If this won't even search, I don't even think it's searching. Fuck. Hey, it's just nothing's nothing's gonna work. Nothing's gonna work today. Almost did last week. Oh man. Let me see here. Sound. So between my back being messed up and the internet not working, these are first world problems, people. I know. I don't know what to. I don't know what else to say. Oh, maybe it's finally loading. I, uh, what was, what's, okay, Alicia Keys is hosting. Cool. I don't know what other performer they had a thing for Dolly Parton. They play that song, Jolene. Never, I feel like i see, it's one of those songs like you've heard it before, but didn't really know who performed it or what it was from. That was a pretty, that was a good song. I looked it up, I'm like, this is a good song. This, you know, this goes. Baldwin. So, uh, I didn't know Alec Baldwin had his own line of pianos. This lady's playing piano on a Baldwin piano, so good for Alec Baldwin. He has his own piano brand. You know, I don't When's the um, Oscars? All right, February 24th, so that's two weeks. What about Emmys? Emmys are probably in March, aren't they? Emmys, 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 Emmys. 70th, what is it? May, Wednesday. Oh, the Emmys were in September. Oh, whoopsie. Okay, I missed. I messed up. But yeah, I guess in two. Yeah, so in two weeks, Oscars night for best movies, and then I guess it's. I guess Lent starts after that. I don't know. Uh, UFC. I went to this. Um. I went to the, oh, I went to this uh this stand up comedy show on um it was Saturday night. A few of my boys were performing there. Trevor Austin was a headliner, he did a great job. Um, I'm trying to think it was uh, Marky D. Marky Dario Dario, I hope everyone else <laughs> Marky D like set everything up. Who else was there? Was, there was Scriva, Aaron Douglas, Izzy Roo there were like a bunch of people there. It was a good time. It was a good show. I liked it. It was funny. People shut up. Appreciating comedy. Trying to learn from everybody. I don't know. People went up there, did 10 minute sets, and everybody was killing. They all had good jokes and stuff. And I still need to work on a decent five. So, <laughs> it's like, I feel like I have things I want to say. But I feel like they would just, <laughs> some of it could come out as bitter. But I don't know. It's like trying to sound like a, I don't know. Part of my act, like trying to sound like the village idiot, I guess that that doesn't work either. So it's like you try things till you find something that works, and then you kind of stick with it. But I don't know. Just keep trying at this because it's it's something. It's a creative outlet. You need this, like the podcast. I also did another podcast, which should be coming out with somebody. I didn't really say much, but you know, get in a spot. But uh, I'm gonna see if we could a uh, few minutes here get Corey on talk about this talk about this UFC, what went down, so it looked like, uh, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk all about it when I call call my man, and um, Cardi B's performing right now, she's got, uh, she looks like a peacock, a uh, black and white peacock, I don't even know what's going on right now, these performances are crazy. I don't know how I'd feel if I lived out in L.A. Like I've said this multiple times, before. I feel like I'd go out. The, I don't know. It's like that's why that's part why part of me wants to go out, check it out. And uh oh, that's a meme right there. Offset just stuck his tongue out while watching Cardi B. That's gonna be a meme like right now. Right now the memes are being made about it. It's like when you see your girl doing it, and then like the guy sticks his tongue out, and you know when you go and get something after the show or whatever. This is going to be uploaded tomorrow and it's going to be bad, but hey, I just I just keep yapping and seeing what happens cuz I'm a rapper. I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. All right, let's call my man and see what he has to say. What's up?
1: Yo, yeah, what's going on, man?
0: How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are, how are you, dude? Doing all right.
1: What's going on? What's going I'm on
0: I'm watching I'm watching the uh I'm watching the Grammys with the sound off, and uh I don't know it's all right. Cardi B just performed. Uh,
1: okay, you know what that is today. Yeah, when what uh time did it start?
0: Did it just get started? It start started at like eight. That's I was like sitting around all day. Like there's nothing going on today. And then I just kind of went and checked the news on something. They're like, ah, oh, the Grammys are on tonight. So, see, it's like the one day of the year where there's nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? That's when they have the award shows.
1: Right. <laughs> but you know what? It makes sense. No wonder why YouTube and my algorithm was giving me all of these like Kanye West videos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Dude, I played. I played the intro song that you produced for me, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Talk, you know, a little bit about how we're kind of getting into the, like, the production side of music, like how that started and you know, where you want to take it.
1: Yeah, man, uh, I guess we're rolling.
0: Alright, yeah, we dive right in. I know We, we don't you know, mess hard. around here at
1: StoogeCast.
0: Yeah, we don't, mess, we, we don't mess around here, dude. Christian said it last week. He's like, we, we don't mess around, we stick to controversy, I guess. Speaking of <laughs>
1: which, speaking of which. I appreciate that Christian shout out Uh, Yeah, I caught I caught last episode Uh, Yeah, and you uh, gave me that shout out We were talking about your stand up comedy and whatnot. I know uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, that's funny But all right, uh, before we get off track Yeah, I mean, I started uh, producing Probably, I guess at this point, like two months ago But it's not really uh, It's not really Fair for me to say I just started Like two months ago, because I've always been involved In music, you know Uh, Especially like growing up, I was a drummer. I I started playing the piano, I guess when I was in fourth grade, but I just really took piano lessons. And then I actually started drumming in fourth and fifth grade as well. And then I became a drummer and I drummed up until like, uh, I guess, 10th grade. And then I kind of stopped. It was getting stale for me. Uh, Went to college, got into like boxing more, you know, in the athletic realm. A little bit I got away from music but you know uh two years after college here we are now and you know it just feels good to kind of satisfy that itch and you know I was talking with my grandfather and he was like man music you know I know it was kind of your thing and uh so that kind of sparked the idea around new years uh you know why don't you start getting back into music so uh you know gave that a whirl and was, you know I'm glad I was able to come up with some music for you that
0: <laughs> hey, dude Dude, it sounds dope. I like it. It kind of fits the mood, especially like with how cold and miserable it's been around Pittsburgh today. It's like, you know, it brings in like a nice, just dark tone to the Stooge cast and like we're about to dive right in. You know what I'm saying?
1: Hey, you know, it's kind of funny that you say that because, uh, you know, uh, speaking of YouTube and such, uh, I was on there and watching a lot of like uh, Toronto producers and like their biographies and such. And they, they all attribute that kind of like eerie uh toronto sound due to like that cold weather so it's kind of funny that you brought it up and yeah it, man, i don't know maybe it reflects a little bit of my music as well so, you that know, we're in pa and you never know what you're gonna get that
0: is true like <laughs> pennsylvania yeah western pa is definitely unpredictable i mean it was just like 60 like a week ago and then like three four days before that it was negative five so it's you really don't know what you're going to get around here and back to like your point about the toronto sound it's like that was um What's it Like, 40. 40 was a big... Uh, there was 40 and somebody else. 40 and another producer. Like, they just have that sound with the synthesizer and stuff with, like, Drake's early records.
1: Oh, probably Boy Wonder.
0: Yes. 40 and Boy Wonder were, like, the guys that, like, really pushed in. it just had sort of, like, just, like, an atmospheric, like, kind of... It kind of reminds you of, like, Kanye from 808s a little bit. But it's like they kind of took that idea and they just, like, pushed it even farther on, like, uh, thank me later, take care, nothing was the same. Like, that, 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 that's, like, the era of Drake that I remember with those producers making that sound.
1: Yeah, and it's like, uh, you know, you also got, like, T-minus in there. Like, just a Canadian, or Canadian, uh, I was going to say Canadian uh, artists, but uh, Canada in general, they, they definitely you know, like the Beavers, The Weeknd, you know, say Tory Lanes, Drake, you know, obviously all the the producers and such, it's like, man, Toronto's got, or Canada just in general, yeah, they got, they got good talent up there. You ever, you ever,
0: you ever been to Toronto, man?
1: (laughs) No, man, I've only, shit, I've only ever been to, like, Niagara Falls,
0: that's about it. Yeah, Niagara Falls, like, it's so touristy there, like, it wasn't, what I thought you know it's what generic, Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just You're like it, it reminded me of Kennywood a little bit. <laughs> and there was like Kennywood with like these CD casinos and like motel sixes everywhere. I was like, what, what, what I
1: know. And their fake little uh I don't know, Las Vegas strip they got going on. Yeah, there. yeah, like
0: it mimics that. Yeah, it was just <laughs> It was like, oh, man, I thought the falls were just, like, this pristine land that's been, like a, like, a state park or something that hasn't really been touched. It's like, nope. And then you don't see anything from, like, the U.S. side, from Buffalo, like, you know what I mean? The U.S. side. You got to oh, go yeah. across to really see anything. Yeah, yeah, you,
1: you, yeah, it's horrible. Did you did you go on uh, the, like, the Maid of the Mist and all that stuff? Just like
0: No, nah, we were just, like, looking at it from, like, up top. We didn't really stuck around and like did much there it it was like a stop on our way when we went to toronto and we were driving on this highway this queen elizabeth highway which it it told us all right you're about an hour hour and a half from toronto but it took us like two we were on there like forever because of just all the traffic on there like just to go around just to go around to get to that huge because it's like what four or five million people live there and then in all the cities before then there's like five hundred thousand people here you know 300,000 there it's like that whole like coast along lake ontario it, there's probably like 8 9 million people that live there between niagara falls and buffalo like all that stuff like a ton of people just live there yeah yeah but.
1: yeah I great i mean i don't really know i was a kid when i went you know i wasn't yeah. <laughs> i wasn't too worried about the logistics <laughs> yeah but uh no i hear you i hear you but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, to bring it all back around, yeah, man, Canada, real good sound, uh, yeah, I'm glad that I can, you know, start getting back into this a little bit, and, yeah, I mean, in terms of where I want to go with music, I mean, oh, yeah, man, I, honestly, I, I mean, okay, so, like, my entire life, I'm sure probably your entire life, too. I mean, you're tired, you know, go to college, you know, make sure you pay your bills, whatever, get a business degree, you know. Yeah. onto the workforce, you know, all that corporate bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, it's like... And, and, and it's funny, it's like, you know, I, I just started, like, you know, making beats and getting into the production side of things, you know, a couple months ago. But um, it's like, it kind of came real to me and i had that realization that it's like yeah i I, I don't want to do this corporate bullshit you know i'd rather just make music you know get up when i want make my music when i want go to sleep when i want
0: yeah just live when i want you know yeah
1: just you know do my own thing not have to answer to anybody i mean of course you're gonna have people you got to answer to and whatnot you gotta make sure you you
0: gotta work it but it's it's like to find your find your niche where you're comfortable and you can be like all right i want to go out and tour and people are like here you go it's Set up a few dates and then you make some money and you know you're living you're living a fun
1: life. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, man, just living comfortably. If I can live comfortably, like as like a musician or something like that, you know, a producer, yeah, doing doing something like that, man. I, that's the, that's the American dream, right? Just doing something you, you, you want to do. Right? Yeah. At least you don't want something that doesn't want to make you take yourself out every goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's about getting started. I mean, yeah, and uh, I would like... I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, taking a trip out here to Atlanta here pretty soon. And uh, I'm probably when it gets a little warmer, although it really doesn't matter. I mean, if you're going to Atlanta, it's probably, you know. But, uh yeah, I mean, I, I just want to check it out and see what's going on. And maybe if, it, if it's a good fit, which, you know, I only hear good things about Atlanta and some music. music yeah, got,
0: yeah, Atlanta's definitely, like, the hot... I mean, like, think of everybody that's from... I mean, you got... From back it's like Outkast now, it's, you know, you got Gucci and 2 Chains and Ray Schremer, and it's like Future. I'm probably missing people from that list, but, you know, I mean, just those names, listing them off, it's like those guys are kind of representing. Who else is it? Killer Killer Mike. <laughs> Killer Mike's from Atlanta. Uh, yeah, Killer Mike.
1: Is he? Okay, yeah, yeah. There's tons of, you know? yeah,
0: Atlanta's definitely like, I think, the hotbed for music. Right? That's where everybody seems to go now for, like, just yeah. modern hip-hop.
1: Yeah, I see that in Nashville and, like, L.A.,
0: probably yeah like, la yeah
1: you know, in new york I, there
0: doesn't seem to be like a new york like, ro- like rock like scene much anymore i think there was back in like 60s 70s but nowadays it's just I don't know, it seems like L- yeah yeah like you said la nashville and uh atlanta
1: yeah man so uh you know it's good like and that that's the cool thing about at least being set up and being kind of indoctrinated to you know go to school and like get the degree and stuff it's like now i have something to fall back on and now you know i have experience you know honestly we work alongside yeah, exactly. each other
0: i feel that yeah
1: you know so it's like it's just know, having music it's just, thing doesn't yeah. work out you know that, it, it, and it, it could just be like a little side thing like I, maybe i keep the corporate thing but then the music keeps me sane you know what i'm saying so, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's definitely like everyone needs like a creative outlet i think it's what you kind of discover in your 20s because college is over and you're doing a job and then you kind of just you have stuff to look forward to after work or doing that, and people find different things that they want to do. Some people are just straight-up workaholics. Like, they're constantly at the job, doing the job, networking, just doing all those things. Other people, they just, they like to do music. They like to do sports outside of, you know what I mean, just other right. activities and just kind of hang out doing that. But, yeah, man, right. like, you got, I know, I know, Corey, you got some beats. You got some beats in the pipeline. Like, what's what's your, uh what's like kind of like your strategy and just the uh like the short term kind of just dropping stuff on soundcloud like one by one you gonna do like a full like ep or something like that like what's kind of the yeah. idea right now
1: well right now i'm just kind of like i'm dropping new music every saturday on soundcloud uh you know slash you know soundcloud backslash you know kojo the number four and you you know that's my page so i drop music like every saturday i'm trying to you know Be consistent about that and put out like quality music, uh, more melodic music. I don't, I don't, I feel like it's my music is, you know, as well, kind of like the intro could probably, you know, show, but like and demonstrate, but it's kind of like alternative melodic trap. Like, I, you know, the way I used 808s and stuff like that, it, it, it's kind of like a trap beat, and I use the hi-hat like a trap beat, but then the melody and stuff, it's not your traditional, you know, it it has many phases over the course of the song, and it's like, I, I try to take a lead, like say the piano, and then just use that one instrument as many different times as i can without being too crazy about it you know yeah uh you know so i try to maximize my creativity and not use as many sounds but just use the sound like fewer sounds but in different ways so
0: yeah it just seems to be it seems to be like it's like you got like a trap beat with the drums and then you kind of like an atmospheric sort of like production with whatever synthesizers or piano that you're using and having them like play off each other seems to be I know, that's kind of, like, my take on it.
1: Yeah, 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 you know, know. so, I mean, you know, so I'm trying to drop, uh, well, I am dropping every uh, Saturday, I just dropped, actually, I just dropped the full version of the intro, it's called Podcast uh, Piano, (laughs) on my SoundCloud, yeah, yeah, I I was like, well, I just, name it The Obvious, you know, so, Podcast Piano, that's the name, I threw it up there. Exactly, people
0: will be like, what podcast, and then back to me it's like well it's on the stooch cast looking up <laughs>
1: that's what I'm, you know that's head that's what we're all about here so it's a throwback out, it's always not. shout
0: outs never end on here
1: yeah you know networking and whatnot see like this kind of networking is cool yeah but like networking like sucking up to everybody and trying to do all of that like that ha- that serves its purpose and and all that but it's just much better much better when it's organic and there's, you know, this you're interested in my stuff. I'm interested in your stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's genuine. Yeah. So you, you establish a nice genuine network there. But, uh, yeah. So I'm, right now I'm just dropping things on SoundCloud. I, I started up this, uh, beat stars account as well. So I'm going to start, uh, selling some of, some of my beats and leasing the, those out and, you know, just starting a little bit of revenue for myself and, uh, network. Oh yeah. How can I forget this? I'm actually, Currently working on a drum album uh, with a drummer down in Atlanta. Her name is uh, Kiana Gibson, and uh, we plan on dropping it. And she wants me to produce the entire album, uh, so it's going to be like seven tracks, kind of like the like the, the most recent Kanye West albums. You know, she wants it to be about twenty to twenty-five minutes, uh, and you know, minimal vocals, but just showcasing a lot of drumming and, and stuff like that. So. Uh, that that's one actual project that I'm working on right now, and uh, we got about two songs out of the seven or eight uh, done. So we got some work to do, but uh, I know she plans on releasing a single here pretty soon. Kind of you know, uh, give people a little taste. So uh, whenever there's more word on that, I- I'll be sure to come back. You'd uh, be happy to have me back on. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> man. No problem. Yeah, dude, it sounds great, man.
1: Yeah, man. But, it. but uh.
0: Do you have any uh, DJs, like, have you been looking into, like, uh, DJ spots and stuff like that around Pittsburgh, you know what I mean, where they have, like, at bars or, like, nightclubs and stuff in, like, the city or whatnot to kind of just, like, debut some music and stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been uh, looking into it a little bit, connecting with some people whenever <laughs> I buy things at Guitar Center, you know, that's always, a <laughs> as yeah. funny as it sounds, it's actually a decent place to network, um, and, uh. Yeah, so I've been doing that. Also, I know there's a couple studios on the south side. I need to look a little more into those. and uh, Yeah, I mean, so right now I'm just trying to kind of develop my sound, hone my craft, uh, you know, and it'll work on this project for uh, the drummer in Atlanta. I'm sure I'll be doing some more digging trying to link up with some other producers around here. Yeah. So, Stooch, if you know anybody, (laughs) hey, no, didn't you tell me that you knew somebody?
0: Yeah, I know some buddies of mine that do music production. At least like dead. I don't know about.
1: What do you mean dead?
0: Are they still alive? No, no, like (laughs) they're still alive, but like I haven't heard like any stuff that they've made recently, so. Uh,
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. But um. Yeah. All
1: right. We'll
0: exchange business cards later. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But um. Yeah, dude. What'd you think of uh? What'd you think of UFC? I heard there was <laughs> switching gears here. Like, what'd you think of the UFC? With uh, was there something with uh, somebody doping that couldn't fight? No,
1: no. You talking about the main event? That, uh, no, not
0: that. Careful. I saw. I just saw some Joey Diaz tweeted about like the UFC, and I thought like something shady or crooked happened, or or. The fights were like crazy good. I don't, I, like, I don't really know what Joey Diaz is talking about sometimes. Whenever he's re- reacting to something, so it's like I yeah, figured, I figured like somebody was caught doping, so there wasn't any of that.
1: I mean, if, if so, I missed it. <laughs> I Need to open, bust open the laptop here. But uh, I no, I mean not, not as of earlier this morning. Oh, okay. Um, but I mean if something if something changed, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean well the the main. So, oh, you know what? I think I know what you're talking about. There was a controversial, controversial stoppage, and uh, essentially the the ref. It's been it's debatable, but the ref kind of stepped in a little too early. It was uh, I think the first card or the first fight on the main card. It was against the uh, who was it? Sam Alvey versus. You know what? I actually took a couple notes here, but uh, anyway, Sam Alvey was the one that. uh, he got clipped, and his opponent... Dang, I'm forgetting his name. Um, and his opponent opponent didn't, like, finish him whenever he should have. He thought, like, the ref was gonna stop him, so, like, he kinda, like, stopped early. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the fighter that was, that yeah. was beating up on fighter B, yeah. you know, fighter A was like, okay, I, I think the ref's about to stop it, so then he actually stopped punching him after he clipped him, you know, to finish that, you know, get that ref stoppage, that TK, TKO, and he just kind of stopped, and then that gave Sam Alvey enough time to recover, so he bounced back up, and then, uh, they they went a little bit, and then it went back down to the ground, and then from there, Sam Alvey got ground and pounded, um, but then the ref stopped and stepped in, and it was just kind of up in the air, some people think it was good, some people think it was bad, but, and then aside from that, the, the original main event, um, which was Robert Whittaker. It was a middle heavyweight bout, uh, Robert Whittaker versus Kevin Gastelum. And Robert Whittaker, he got, like, injured. He had, like, a hernia. And he said, um, Dana White said, like, some of his intestines, like, kind of popped out or something like that. And had he got, like, internally, and had he got, like, punched to the stomach, you know, he could have died. Wow, uh, Yeah, so they, like, I think it was, like, a day. Yeah, so I think it was on Friday or Saturday morning, um, yeah, news broke that the main event was canceled. And Robert Whitaker, he's from Australia, and the main event was in uh, Australia. So it's like, you have all these Aussie fans and whatnot, you know, they're trying to support their their Australian champion, and he he goes out, but, uh, you know, due to injury. But Dana White says, like, nobody, like, refunded their tickets practically. You know, they still, like, showed support and such. And then, Anderson Silva, and uh, Israel Adesanya, which was originally the co-main event, which was another middleweight bout, got moved up to the main event, and that that was an interesting fight. That was, like, that was fight of the night. Nice. Um, And, you know, Anderson Silva. Yeah, we went over that a little bit. Uh,
0: Yeah, he was, like, he was kind of, like, uh, one of the greatest of all time, like, probably going back, like, six, seven years ago, right, until he was taken down, but, like, recently... You know, he's kind of just been losing a few fights. Like, still respected as, like, a legendary fighter, but he's definitely, like, a guy past his prime.
1: Right, right. You know, I mean, yeah, he's 43. He's pushing 44 here in April. So, um, yeah, and I think Israel, he's, I think was 29. Yes, so he got about 14 in disparity there. Yeah,
0: it's just an older guy dealing with more fights, I mean, more pits to the head and all that, like it wears you down like as any right, kind of fighter right, right. yeah i mean I, I don't know i don't know how many like 45 year olds can beat a 30 year old you know what i mean or like a 25 year old like how many older guys like that i mean might have like dad strength you know what i'm saying but <laughs> sometimes yeah, i
1: mean you know but but you know I mean, I mean like you know i i don't want you know let me not uh stop it there because like anderson Silva, he put up he put up a really good fight like it was a, it was a spectacular show because they both Kind of have similar fighting styles in the way that they're elusive. Anderson Silva, he's a little more like, he, he's definitely a counterfighter, so he was trying right. to bait, you know, Adesanya in, but uh, Adesanya wasn't falling for it because, I mean, Adesanya, it's like kind of, you know, if you were to play ball against Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? It's just like somebody that he respected and he, he, Emulated a lot. Yeah growing up. So, uh, you know, he didn't fall for the tricks and but yeah, it, it was spectacular They were both, you know, like throwing these wheel kicks and like dropping their hands and bobbing and weaving and yeah I mean it, it was it was an interesting fight, it, you know uh, Adesanya got the, got the W there, but um You know, it, I think both fighters had uh, their stock raised after that one so yeah uh you know i mean it was a solid fight of nights uh night of fights but uh you know i'm I'm looking forward to some other events we got coming up here like we got nagano versus uh kane velasquez francis nagano who's like this crazy knockout puncher kind of busted on the scene he's this uh big black frenchman and uh let's see and then kane velasquez he's coming off of this like uh crazy layoff not crazy layoff but he's just been like injured and stuff like that you know he represents that that brown pride you know he literally has it tatted across his chest (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um yeah so and this dude has like for heavyweight he he, like a a ridiculous cardio machine uh you know he i mean I, i don't know if he was actually on the first uh do you remember whenever Fox Sports and the UFC kind of had their first like uh, like couple of fights and they signed like this big deal? I don't know if you like saw this on ESPN. I saw, I saw like some. Two years. I saw like two years ago. I've
0: seen some stuff on like Fox that they'd show, but uh, I I didn't. Well, like, was it like a, like, like, the deal was probably a big deal. Was it like when they bought them out for like $4 billion or something? Like, something was bought out? No,
1: that's a different thing. This was like a network deal. Uh, okay. So, you know, I mean, UFC so new. It's not like football. Football already, already had, like, those network deals and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but since it was a newer, newer sport, so the UFC was oftentimes on, like, these, you know, B rate networks, if you will, you know, the FXXs and, and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, like, certain spike and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so... Where, yeah, like, only,
0: yeah. like, 500,000 people could watch <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, like, they didn't have, you know, like, CBS, ABC, uh, you know, NBC and Fox, where they can show, like, all the NFL games, like, on Sunday primetime.
1: Right. I mean, even for a while, I mean, UFC was... People were trying to ban that and make it, like, an outlaw and, and whatnot. I mean, it just recently relatively recently like within the past like five years or so it really uh, caught
0: it like really caught on well yeah but it
1: just became legal in new york yeah i mean think about it what it hasn't been until the past like year or two whenever uh whenever they started going into uh, madison madison square garden and the reason why they never did that is because it was like illegal, and it it got like sketchy because like the uh the cooking unions, the uh, culinary unions in New York, kind of have it out for the UFC due to like their business in Las Vegas and like the hotels. It gets kind of
0: like
1: you know <laughs> convoluted.
0: It's like that's like why political. is like you know, like why why is like um just like fighting like boxing and like UFC. Why is there just that like I don't know like bit of like sleaze I guess to it like backroom deals and stuff like that. Is it because it's just one fighter? That you gotta convince, like, hey, if you drop it, you know what I mean, or something like that, like,
1: man, uh, like
0: backroom yeah. deals and stuff like that. And you feel like that's like associated with like boxing, or the UFC. It's just, maybe it's, I guess, with the NFL, it's just harder to like rig like fifty-three men on one team and have them like go into some scheme or something. But I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's always a little, I think it's always easier to rig the, the ref, you know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, that you're trying to tell me that that's probably never happened, you know what I mean? So just, <laughs> yeah. Just, just in terms of numbers and knowing human beings, I'm like, there's no fucking way that every, every 100% of refs were on the clean, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I, yeah. I can't buy that. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, yeah. But, um. Yeah, so, good night of fights. I mean, we got some, uh, also got, like, John Jones. He's going to defend his title, apparently. Man, I have no idea whether this dude's clean or not clean. I feel like every other day, he's popping. <laughs> and, but, but then he's, get, he's like, getting away with it. They're saying these drugs are pulsing through his system. It's not <laughs> evident of any re-ingestion. Like, I, I have no idea. Like
0: I think he's I just have... such a big name, people don't care, and they just they just want to see him fight again. You know, well, probably. that's like I mean, the demand, like the de- like just to see him fight. You know, it's like, it's like people don't care. It's like even with like Lance Armstrong winning like seven Tour de France, it's like at the end of the day, people just, you know, they still see Lance Armstrong as Lance Armstrong, kind of. Yeah, pretty much the guy yeah. with one nut that <laughs> beat cancer and won all those Tour de Frances. I guess I don't know. People try to hold on to that image. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Drake won... I've watched the Grammys. It's like... I'll interrupt real quick. But Drake won, like, best rap song. I think he won it for God's Plan up against, like, Travis Scott for Sicko Mode and I think King's Dead. So those were, like, the rap songs.
1: Well, it makes it easier when you're going up against yourself, I guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of these songs, like... It feels like forever. You know what I mean? Don't you feel like it's been, like, forever since you heard it? Like, God's Plan... Wasn't that... God's Plan was last summer and then they had, um... They had that song, like, Havana by Camila Cabello. They kept playing that a lot. Like, that was, like, the first performance. It's like, wasn't that last? That may have even been two summers. Like, see, I, I don't even keep track of time anymore. It's just been, you know. Oh, yeah, to- man. Yeah.
1: If it's not for the phone, I have no idea what day it is. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, I completely just... Yeah, so, no, I, I hear you there. Yeah. Yeah, it does, it does seem like... Well, I think because they're – well, I know in certain cases there are, like, cut-off periods and such, you know. So sometimes certain songs that come out in one year have to be represented in a different award show because of the cut-off time.
0: Yeah, like yeah. There's like, weird, there's, like, a weird There's like a cut-off time, like, how they do it. Like, you can have stuff from, like – I think it's, like, all of 2018, but it's – like, people don't really remember, like, some songs from, like, the begin- beginning of – 2018 you know what i mean it's like you could play to be like oh "Oh," it's like been forever since that but you know what i mean like the time lapse is so long like what really makes a song timeless it's you give it you give it time and like who's playing it in clubs and stuff like that on the radio or whatever five to ten years later you know what i mean uh
1: well that but also it's like even if like somebody you know this award shows for 2018 but if they dropped it in like november of 2018 it's Like the review might have already happened, so they're like, "Okay, we'll get you, you know, for the yeah the awards for 2019, Back- even though it came out in 18." So that probably also for some songs, it's like, "Damn, that song came out like man long ago," but uh, you know, just yeah. didn't make the cutoff, I guess. Yeah.
0: What's Corey? Uh, Jen- what's Corey Jones's favorite like song of 2018? Does he have a, like favorite oh, song damn. of 2018? If you had to, if you had to pick, like, it could be a few. You know, like, it's just a few songs. Like, I'm like that, too. Like, I can be thinking of songs that I like and be like, oh, that one was good, too. That one was good.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly. It's like, I'll think of one song, and then, you know, I'll think of another song. You know, I'm scrolling through my uh, my iTunes library here. I'm just trying to peruse, see if I can get any quick hits off here. Uh, you know, I might, lo- it might be either Dedicate from the Carter Five, uh, that song by uh, Lil Wayne, or My Boy, that was on the Free Lunch EP by Wale featuring J. Cole, I think, yeah, those stick out, but obviously I don't have my whole year's worth of music right now. I'm trying to
0: find there. songs. Yeah. I'm trying to see like what my favorite songs were. I'm, like, looking at stuff, too. Trying to find something. I listen well, to a lot. I'm going to be honest. I listen. Is,
1: uh, of course, your favorite song is the, the podcast piano, of course. <laughs> yeah. That's true.
0: Much <laughs> respect. Goes, Best song of 2019.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I listen to, to be honest, I listen to a lot of, like, old, I listen to a lot of old, like, rock and roll stuff. Like, I'll listen, I'll, I, like I'll listen to Rolling Stones, like, 1976. Like, is like, one of my most played on, like, on my spotify year in review i'll just like listen to a lot of like old like 70s 80s music i kind of like listen to stuff like just throughout generations it's like when i find like an artist i'm really into i'll listen to like all their discography and kind of like know everything about them like i know kanye like the back of my hand i know like a lot of jay-z's stuff like the back of my hand i'm trying to think about like you too, Rolling Stone, like, I know there's some of the biggest artists ever, but I just, like, I know, like, I listen to the albums that nobody likes, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think, like, those albums are good. Like, I'll find, like, a value, like, oh, this song wasn't that bad, and everyone's like, oh, I don't even know what that song is, and it's, I just get bummed out, like, man.
1: <laughs> hey, man, I mean, good on you, you're finding those deep cuts, you know? That's <laughs> what so it's
0: about. I'm trying to see what else, what was the big song? I like Ray Shremmerd a lot. They I think that album came out last year, right? They had an album that came out. I think what's they had like one song that was pretty good. It was um, "Power Glide" with Juicy J. That's a great song. And then "Close" that's another good song. I I fuck with Ray Shremmerd a lot.
1: You know, I don't think uh, I don't think I've heard of either. But you know, I that's one. Th- those are two artists that I haven't really gotten into. Not because. Like, I've gotten into Sway Lee more than Slim Jimmy.
0: Yeah, I like uh, I think I like I like Sway Lee more too. Yeah,
1: he's got that like melodic kinda of singing. His voice you know,
0: his, his voice he has kind of a great sound. voice. He has a great voice. I think it's just for like the times, I think with like a lot of like EDM music and stuff like that, his voice just fits so well with whatever songs that producers come up with.
1: Yeah, man. yeah, he's got that he's got that sound for sure. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, I think Slim Jimmys, like, I, I i mean, there are rumors, I guess, he he wants to get a little more shine, you know, <laughs> he's sick and tired of everybody shitting on him <laughs> and comparing him to Sway Lee, so there might be, they might be, like, splitting up a little bit.
0: I like, wait a minute, I'm trying to think his favorite song. I think favorite album, I, I might have to give it to Kid C Ghost, Kanye and uh, Cudi. Mm. I like the songs, I'm trying to think of what song, I like the... Uh, gee, for like, I think a lot of those songs on the album were good. I, I think like uh, there's like there's like a song that on there that sampled like Kurt Cobain's like guitar. I think it was called like Cuddy Montage or something, and it was like at the end of that album. I'm trying to look it up. I'll look it up real quick. Kids, see, you guys. I'm trying to. I like, yeah, I liked feel. I liked feel the love. Fourth dimension and Cuddy Montage. Those were all very good from that album. And
1: then
0: That Pusha T's Daytona album was very good, too. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, I I completely forgot about that. You you know what? Kendrick didn't drop anything, did he? Well, he dropped that Black Panther project.
0: That was like the soundtrack to that? Yeah, I think Damn was from 17. Damn was from 2017. So I feel like Kendrick's definitely going to have he's definitely going to have something new to drop soon.
1: Yeah, but apparently he's coming out with some joint project. I think with like J. Rock or somebody from TDE and Black Hippie. Um, but man, I hope we get that solo project first. You
0: know, I saw I mean, Kendrick. Just... I saw Kendrick uh, towards the end last summer. He was he was great live.
1: Oh, where'd you see him at? What he at was P- at.
0: Uh, yeah, he was at. Um, he was at that pavilion. I don't even know what what do they even call it now. I forget. Like Key Bank, he was at Key Bank Pavilion. He was very good. Okay. Yeah, you nailed it. Know, it was
1: like the awesome. ch-
0: it was like the championship tour or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Was he there with uh, anybody else? Did anybody else like open for him or anything? I'm trying to
0: think. Let me see. Try to see if I can remember Kendrick Lamar, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar in Pittsburgh. I'll find it. I think it was towards the. I think maybe it was just. I'm trying to see who, like. I'm just trying to see who opened. uh, Register free. See how they want me to pay to use. (laughs) They want me to pay to use Post Gazette. Well, I am not doing that. So. I don't think. I don't think Kendrick. I don't think Kendrick came with anybody. Because I. I heard, like, SZA, I believe, had problems with her voice. I heard something okay. about that, that she had, like, vocal troubles or something. I thought they were touring together. That's what I thought. Mm. But I've seen Kendrick a few times. He's very good live. I think he always has, like, he always has, like, a backing band with them, and that really, like, escalates everything, makes the performance so much better.
1: Oh, like, a, oh, that, that live band action? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: He's just, yeah, he got no, a good live show.
1: All right, that's awesome. Yeah, I
0: mean, next time he swings through, I'll definitely check him out. Yeah. Might be doing, might be doing PPG paints. Who knows, man? Damn, no. On that PPG paints level.
1: How much of the PPG sheet, do you know?
0: PPG paints, I think for, like, concerts, it's I think it's, like, around 15000 But, like, I think the expenses would go up. It's, if you're seeing an artist, it's probably, like, 50 60 70 I think like a ticket or something starting maybe but it depends on like how much demand I guess there is for the artist there. Right right. Yeah. Like some, like legendary rock bands it might cost you like 100 just for everything but if it's like a more like a I think Ken I think like Kevin Hart did like a comedy show there in front of 16,000 people I think like the tickets are like 50 bucks each for like comedy. But it's just it's just Kevin Hart, you know what I mean? It's just one man and a mic. Like all that money's going to him, not to the band, not splitting among band members and production and stuff. Like that's the beauty yeah. of stand up. Well, just sure, I'm,
1: sure he, I'm sure he's got his team, though. I mean,
0: yeah, he definitely, guy. yeah, he definitely got people with them. Like obviously, like an opener, he probably pays them like a good amount of money too. But I think just going up there with the mic and do it, like he definitely like pulls a ton. He pulls a ton of money. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, but. You got anything else you want to add, Matt? I think it's. We're kind of, uh. nearing the end. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. Uh, let's see.
0: We almost got 50 no. minutes down, dude. We got, like. We've been talking for, like, 40 minutes. I man, See how time flies? We just yeah, got, man, like, good content. Yeah, yeah, dude. We're
1: getting down to the nitty gritty here. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're out here solving the Earth's problems and everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what we do but, on these podcasts. Uh,
1: yeah, you know, uh. Nothing, really, except, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the intro music, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll probably be back on, maybe, uh, you know, talk about some upcoming work that I have in the pipeline, and, you know, so, I'll probably be back on here pretty soon.
0: Yeah, man, just, thanks for coming on, I appreciate it, appreciate, uh, work on the music and stuff from my intro, and, you know, it was great, man, I like it, I think it fits it a lot, fits the vibe, and, uh, you know, we're just gonna go from here, man, I'm doing my stand-up, you got your music, we got stuff, you know, we got stuff in the pipeline, we're coming up with stuff. Yeah, Young yeah, Bulls.
1: So we'll, <laughs> be, we'll be hitting the, uh, well, you'll be hitting the StoogeCast listeners with the exclusives and all. Yeah, dude. <laughs> alright, man, Well, alright. I'll
0: see you, I'll oh, see you tomorrow, well, dude, at, at the office, we, say, we just say the office on here. We keep it, yeah, exactly. keep it code, yeah. everything's code.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, brother. All right,
0: man. Catch you tomorrow. All right, man. I'll see you. All right, bye, bye. Peace. All right, This is my boy Corey Jones. I don't think there is a joke of the week because I went, I checked earlier today and I didn't see anything there. But yeah, I'm gonna post all of this stuff. I'm gonna post a link to his SoundCloud and everything on the um, when I post this podcast, and uh, you guys can go check out his music. You know, if anyone owns a bar or something or. DJ said once I'm having him, come over there, play some music, be happy to, you know. Um, trying to think, what are the Grammys at? It's 10.10 10 p.m. right now. My back's still killing me from, uh, fucking up doing the deadlifts. And, uh, I can't believe I've done 75 of these. I've done a Joe Green amount of these podcasts. And, um... I can't believe I've done it this long. I actually take pride in that I keep doing these every week. No matter how bad they could get, it's like art. I could use the art excuse. I don't know. But, um, it just needs to warm up around here. I've been thinking, like, I need to do more, like, this summer. I really need to, like, I want to go, like, kayaking more. And kind of like get 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 involved with nature more and just enjoy just the day to day. It's like it's tough to do that in the winter because it's like seasonal depression. I, I truly believe that's a real thing because it it is harsh out here when it just gets dark early and it's cold and then it snows and it's miserable. And the only time I like the snow is when it means like I don't have to go to work, but that's not that's not how the real world works. You know, it's not like high school. It's not like sc- you know, grade school anymore where you get, you know, it's too cold in the morning, you get the whole day off. You got to still get up and go to work. What am I watching now? Who's performing? I'm probably going to end it on this. This is 50 minutes. I think this is Lady Gaga. I hope it is. Lady Gaga really like, I'm going to say this about Lady Gaga right now. She really is like this shit and is a very talented performer. I have a lot of respect for Lady Gaga. She's done she's done a big movie. I believe she's done TV shows. She's written all these songs, produced these songs. She had hit like when you look back at um like the fame when that came out and like the fame monster and stuff, those is like The Fame's one of like the biggest pop out like greatest pop albums of all time. Like how can you not love a song like Just Dance and like Poker Face? Those like those those are those are jams. Those are bops. As the kids say. I have a it's, you know, just to go into acting and transition there, she's just she's doing it all. Like that's incredible. You know. And it's like I feel like there's been times where Lady Gaga has like gone away like for a bit. I think like I think she had an album called Art Pop. Or something. And I don't think it was as big a hit as she was hoping for. But... You know, she's just... She's transitioned in her career and has evolved. And is doing more... You know, just the acting and being on TV shows. And just killing it there. I mean, like, she's really... She did a Tony Bennett album with Tony Bennett. I mean, she's like... She fucking kills it. You know? That's what a great... That's what great entertainers do. It's like you think back with... Like, the Rat Pack. Like, those guys... (laughs) Like Sinatra and Dean Martin and those guys, like Sammy Davis Jr., they could sing, they could dance, they could tell jokes, they acted in movies, they were in TV shows, they were just all-around entertainers, and Lady Gaga is one of those, she's an all-around an all entertainer, and yeah, you gotta just respect her, because she's, she's on her performing right now, it's like you're thinking, she's, like really, when you think about it, it's just, she's been around for like 10, 11 years, she's like, uh, you start, you start saying legend when you think of Lady God Ga- like, you, you know, you've been around in industry for 10 years, doing movies, TV shows, singing with Tony Bennett, I mean, doing all kinds of different styles and stuff, you start saying, yeah, you're a legend. So, you know, this might be her year, she might win the Oscar and stuff for best actress and best song here at the Grammys, I mean, you know, nothing but respect for that. All right, that's the podcast, and, uh, You know, everybody have a good week and uh, stay safe, enjoy it, and uh, we'll be back. Peace.